0: Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Kim. And this is The Department, a podcast about trends, taste, brands, and products.
1: Episode fourteen. Uh, it's the beginning of November. Somehow, jeez, I know, <laughs> I know. how. <laughs> I know. I was. I woke up. I did my rabbit rabbit just to you know. It's like a knock on wood. Daylight savings also kind of snuck up on us. I had no idea, and I got kind of upset. I was like, I think there should be more news on this, but I guess there's just more news happening. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right. There, has, there should be more news coverage of Daylight Savings Time because it's like I kind of knew what was happening today, but then I woke up and I felt very disoriented. Yeah. It was brighter outside than the time on my clock said, and the cats were demanding food, and I felt so confused. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had literally no idea that it was daylight savings.
0: <laughs> and it, classy, adult, mature. It's
1: so, <laughs> so mature. I'm just it just it didn't even occur to me. But now we all are looking forward to the days getting shorter.
0: Are we? Who's looking forward to
1: that? No, we're not. I, we're we're not. We're definitely definitely not looking forward to that. The weather is going to get colder and then this quarantine is going to continue on causing us to sort of hunker a little bit more. Um so this is this this episode is actually about that hunker about home trends about homebody, home sitting, ho- all home in general.
0: Well, I wanted to ask you something because I feel like you know we we joke about influencers all the time, especially the pumpkin spice kind. <laughs> but if you were going to become an influencer, what would your persona be?
1: Oh, like how how would I influence? Like what would I be? Yeah,
0: like what what would your like category be? And like what would be your content? You know, like <laughs> like I know you love fall, and you're gonna be posting all that pumpkin spice and like getting your hair flat ironed and stuff.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, what would I what would I be like? Oh, I feel like I would just try to influence on a little more slovenly lifestyle. Like,
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking for myself too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What put this idea in my head is I was thinking about uh, last week. I was, you know, working on an episode of my other podcast, Close Horse, mm-hmm. with someone, a friend of mine. It's it's a episode about like the psychology of buying things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we started talking about influencers and how influencers at least on the surface, always seem to be very wealthy. Yeah. And I think some of them are, right? And they don't really have any, like, worldly worries, (laughs) as far as I can tell. Uh, And maybe that's because people aren't interested in that kind of content. But I was like, dude, where are the poor influencers? Mm -hmm. Like, listen, I'm going to become an influencer, and I'm going to be like, I spent all morning on the phone with the unemployment office because (laughs) – they, there's a system problem and I didn't get paid this week and now I'm stressed about paying my credit card. Like now that's yes, the influencing
1: I want to do. Yes. It's like, like top five things you can do while you're waiting online for unemployment.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or like, here's all my tricks to get through with the chat system. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you, you just came up with one. I mean, we just talked about it right before we even started press record. Uh, it's your, your new boozy seltzer find.
0: That's true. For my new budget conscious, just a little less fancy uh, influencer lifestyle, I discovered Bud Light Boozy Seltzer this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not personally on my own. Dustin went to the store to get us the other kind. They were sold out. He came out with the Bud Light. He was like, hey, it was half the price. So how bad could it be? And actually,
1: five stars. rave reviews. Would buy again. Rave reviews. I mean, we also were just talking about Pizza Hut. (laughs) And and we were were just like, yeah, I've been eyeing up this Pizza Hut coupon. And I'm like, dude, Pizza Hut is my jam. Like, like, don't feel bad about it. (laughs) So
0: something about me is that I read like hundreds and hundreds of articles every week because I'm a speed reader. I read all the time. I just love reading about all kinds of stuff. And a couple years ago, I read, I think it was on Business Insider, but I'm not for certain. And it was a comparison of every single pizza chain and the, like, pros and cons of each one. And Pizza Hut won for best
1: sauce. I I actually think that their sauce is, like, it's the mildest. And it's – but it's, like, rich kind and, yeah, of. Yeah, I don't is. know. It is. It's rich, it's, but it's mild. Because sometimes they get kind of spicy. Because, you know, growing up, you know, we, we did eat a lot of um, – pizza and one of my sisters has, has like tummy issues so we couldn't uh, order from a lot of these pizza places because it hurt her stomach it was like really acidic or really spicy and pizza hut was the only thing that kind of <laughs> was the only one that was was an okay <laughs> um. <laughs> but, you know i want to bring back bedhead. Uh, like uh, a bedhead or a smoky eye. Like I just want like that kind of sloppy, casual, you know, like not everything's perfect. I think that, mm-hmm. like, that like being an accessible um, influencer and an accessible lifestyle is totally what people are looking for these days. I
0: think so too. And I actually, I mean, I kind of came up with this like icebreaker as a joke, but it's been on my mind that like, who cares about the influencers that are out there yeah. right now? They're still boring and white people mm-hmm. and out of touch with what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see people who are living the same way I do and, you know, making the best of it and making smart decisions and coming up with like life hacks and stuff like that. Like that's way more interesting to me. Like, Oh, are you like out of a job and drinking Bud Light Seltzer, but your outfit is just so good? Like, I want to know you. Yeah. I want to know what you bought at the Goodwill this week, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I want to be influenced by someone who's smart. Yeah. You know how to live life. Yes. And make it's just good like, decisions.
0: Yes. Good at figuring things out. Okay. Can pivot really easily. Good problem solver, mm-hmm. work in the system. Good that's taste, what like. still has Good taste. taste yeah, you know? that's still important. That's still important. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see like Lularoe leggings. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think it's a wide open field for that, and I don't think anybody wants to see me be an influencer. But like, if you're listening to this and you've been thinking about being an influencer, may I suggest that you go that
1: path? Hmm. and would you have a hashtag? <laughs> Um, Sloppy seconds. Ew.
0: Uh. (laughs) Hashtag sloppy
1: Joes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway. Yeah, I think that I I think that 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 actually slides into a little bit of some content that I talk about in a little bit, which I think. Okay.
0: I I
1: I think you'll be really into.
0: It's not about sloppy Joes, though, right? It's
1: not like sponsored by Manwich. Okay. Disgusting. I think sloppy Joes are so repulsive. (laughs)
0: So we were like, I mean, listen, I know that everybody who's listening is having the same problem, but we were just like, I'm so sick of all the food we've been eating for the past, Mm -hmm. what is it, like, eight months now? Yeah. And we were at the grocery store. Okay, so one day we needed groceries, and, you know, this this is before we moved out here to Lancaster County, but the grocery shopping situation in Philadelphia is kind of terrible and has been really, really bad during the pandemic, like- people aren't wearing masks, things aren't fully stocked. It's just it's just been not good. And I was like, "Let's go grocery shopping at Walmart. Let's just see what happens." And we were sort of as the people who shop at the, like Aldi every single time we go grocery shopping lately, we were like shocked and excited by all the variety of processed foods at Walmart, like getting really excited. Mm-hmm. Like, "Do we need pizza rolls?" Yeah. "Do I need this gluten-free hamburger helper?" Like that's kind of how we were. And we bought a
1: can of sloppy joe mix <laughs> <laughs> but what would you mix it with like the beyond beyond rubber? yes
0: with the with the crumbles and i mixed it and i was like mm, this needs a little something so then i added all these like peppers and other yeah. vegetables and stuff so it wasn't exactly sloppy joe's. <laughs> it turned into something else but that was my only brush with sloppy joe's since like childhood
1: did it hit the spot though
0: it kind of did i yeah. mean i don't think we're gonna buy it again anytime soon but like God, we've been eating the yeah. same like fifteen things just over and over and over again. It's
1: kind of like when you shop at Trader Joe's, yeah, and you're just like, oh my god! Like when you first go there, you're like, this is the coolest. Everything's amazing and it's so affordable. And then after like two months of just the same,
0: yeah, you're food. like, I hate all this frozen food. Oh, I'm over yeah, it. You're like,
1: totally yeah. over it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where we were. So. We were unaccustomed to, like, how much different stuff can be at a grocery store. And so when we went to Walmart to go grocery shopping, we were like, holy shit. There's so many kinds of food out there. (laughs) Because we usually shop at, like, Aldi and Trader Joe's. Like, that was our routine. So it was just, like, so shocking. And they're mostly... Private label,
1: right? I mean, I know I know. Trader Joe's is mostly private, private label. Yeah, I
0: mean, Aldi and Trader Joe's are like brother companies yeah. and uh, literally started by two brothers. And so you can see how similar they are, but Aldi doesn't have any of the cute names. But the food is
1: very similar. Got it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's really nice to just go into a very like, car- like a Vons and just be like, they got ruffles. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah <laughs> totally. I was – I was like, I was like, whoa! There's like 100 kinds of yogurt here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why? <laughs> I <know.
1: laughs>
0: anyway, I, I could talk about this all night. I guess we'll have to do our grocery store trends episode.
1: Absolutely, I love, I love grocery stores.
0: So we're here to talk to you about how to survive winter quarantine because. The last quarantine kind of caught us off guard, right? Like, it was a surprise. Mm -hmm. If you were prepared, then you are some sort of doomsday prepper. It was a shock. (laughs) It It was was a shock. And I realized really rapidly that no aspect of my lifestyle meshed very well with Mm -hmm. quarantine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So we have some tips here for you about how to survive.
1: We came up with our very own special, the department listicle. To start this show off. We're like
0: BuzzFeed over here.
1: Exactly. And I'm trying to figure out how to even like present this in a way that's like even more BuzzFeed friendly. It's not like we can like podcast memes forever. (laughs) Um, But we do have seven cool ways to survive winter quarantine. Uh, So uh, hashtag cabin fever was trending really early. Remember that? It was like two weeks in. Dude, we were
0: amateurs. We were so spoiled. We were children. We were so inexperienced in the ways of quarantine. I laugh thinking about everybody baking their bread Mm -hmm. and putting together their puzzles in week two.
1: Exactly. Week two. Everyone's just like moaning and complaining and they're like, oh, Oh,
0: I'll never eat at a restaurant again.
1: (laughs) so, so elaborate. Well, I have a feeling that 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 hashtag is probably gonna come and see a comeback mm-hmm. as the, t- the temperatures start dropping and people are gonna start kind of going stir crazy again. Do you remember all those like crazy challenges that everyone was doing oh. on social media? Like the pillow challenge, where and then like the comforter challenge, where you just basically wore a pillow as a cocktail dress. I mean, listen, <laughs> we were so naive back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder what
0: the new contests and challenges are going to be.
1: I mean, we should definitely start some. Yeah, yeah. Start (laughs) them. Uh, And maybe we'll find some within this episode as we start talking about it.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: But, you know, just in preparation for the hashtag cabin fever to start trend again, we wanted to give you guys some ideas to make these upcoming months a little bit easier. Uh, The first one is, you know, make some mini sanctuary spaces. You know, like... Just in little areas within your life, you don't have to spend a lot of money or anything. Um, the semi spa shower experience, an enviable bed, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, uh, you know, reading nooks, Amanda, I know that you're currently setting up a beautiful home with a bunch of little <laughs> sanctuary spaces, mm-hmm. um, but these upgrades make all the difference, you know, and I've been making a couple minor upgrades over the past year, you know, just splurging on nice local soaps. I know that sounds kind of small, but just like the scent of an amazing soap, it's mm-hmm. Mind altering, or throwing some like polished stones in your in your tub to give that kind of like spa feeling. You know, maybe some new bath towels, aromatherapy. Do you remember how that burst on the scene back in the nineties, and it's still kind of growing strong? Do you have any of those diffusers that you see at Muji?
0: Oh yes, I do. Um, I I have the big one, and I had a little one that I used for travel. I actually let Dylan take the little one to her new apartment because oh. I felt that the big one got us through through quarantine like I would sit in the living room drop in some oils and try to be like ah what an invigorating relaxing experience it's like a it's a little mini spa experience
1: and it's like something you feel like it's you're you're doing it for yourself and there's a bunch of beautiful diffusers that you can find now you know adding plants we talked about this earlier but I think that's going to be super important now that you can't really go outside very much and it gets all gray and dark and Mm -hmm. dingy and God forbid you live in a snowy area. <laughs> yes, um. yes, that will be my future. Listen to our podcast on with plants. Uh, which one
0: was that? Oh man, I it was a while ago. Was it like the second episode or something? This is the outdoors. Yeah, second yeah. or third. It was early
1: on. Yeah, definitely bring in some plants. Um, you know, and Amanda even got a really great new exercise bike, which I'm not going to steal the show on that one. But she made a little space that. Mm -hmm. That's just like a great sanctuary space to focus and exercise in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I in our house, like one of the things I've been really focusing on is creating different spaces in our home for hanging out. Like, you know, I added a couch in our bedroom so I could have another place to read or work comfortably. I feel that your brain wants variety. So like in our old house in Philly, the only places I could really hang out were on the couch in the living room or in my bedroom, or I guess I could go sit in the bathroom. And I just, I felt really cagey. So here in our new house, I've been creating all these little nooks. And so like in the morning, I'll work for a little bit in the kitchen. And then maybe around lunchtime, I'll move to the sunroom. And then, you know, I might work in my office for a little bit. And then I might end the day working in the living room. And I feel like that helps me feel productive And I've been really trying to plan out our house as if we're going to be stuck here because, you know, we had a kind of depressing conversation at dinner where we were like, we need to come up with our shutdown plan because it seems like it could happen again. Mm -hmm. And so I want to be prepared this time. And so I'm constantly being really mindful of like, if our house was our only world, like that was the sum of it, how would we be happy here? (laughs) And that's one of the reasons we got the exercise bike because – It's going to get too cold to exercise outside and I wanted to be able to have that physical activity every day. I feel like it's so good for your brain. I did a lot of research and I got this Schwinn IC4. Uh, It's sort of their version of a Peloton, but it's less than half the price and you can throw your iPad on there or any tablet and connect to the Peloton app and do all the workouts, take the classes.
1: How much is the Peloton app? The
0: Peloton app, when you have uh, a Schwinn, I want to say it's $12.99 a month, and you get the first month free, like all these apps. But if you have a Peloton, it somehow is between like $30 and $40 a month for the app. Explain that to me.
1: (laughs) Are there more workouts?
0: I have no idea because not only can you do cycling on the Peloton app, you can do yoga, you can do all kinds of different exercises. Um, and the class selection seems to be almost infinite because it's basically every class they've ever recorded. Mm. And so you can sort by music. I was telling you about that. Like I've done two '90s rock rides now. Uh, I'm trying to find like a teacher who I'm really into and you know, they have like every genre of music you can see the track listing for example for me red hot chili Peppers is a deal breaker
1: it is so, yeah, so that's an absolute no
0: yeah so if i see that on a class i'm like de- definitely not doing that i accidentally today did a ride that included a, a uh dave Matthews band song <laughs> and it was while we were in like the most peak part of it, was it i the- don't even know was it? It wasn't one of the main ones. It was like a wacky one where everyone was like rowdy. He Yeah. It was weird. I've never heard it before, but I'm also not like a big fan, but it Do was- not tell Dustin. No. <laughs> it was so ridiculous, but I feel like making these choices, which we're going to talk about more, is going to set you up to have such a better time. So yes, those are some of the things that I've been doing with our house- mm-hmm. Another thing, this is thing number two for our listicle, is think about your outdoor space. Now, I know some of us, including myself, winter's on the way. There's going to be some snow. There's going to be some wind. There's going to be some ice. Then there are people like Kim who are going to be mildly inconvenienced by like 50-degree nights. But <laughs> <laughs> if you live anywhere, no matter where it is in the country, with any kind of outdoor space, whether it's a yard, a balcony, a porch, You need to start now figuring out ways to spend more time out there as the weather changes because going outside is so good for your brain. Get that sun. Just get that change of venue. So one thing you can do is you can think about keeping some blankets by the door so you can wrap yourself up in one and, you know, sit outside with a hot drink. Doesn't that sound nice?
1: It sounds wonderful. Right,
0: right. Maybe it's a Bailey's and coffee. You know, my in-laws were here and they basically bought me like a gallon of Bailey's. (laughs) Really? Did yeah. They,
1: do you like Bailey's? Oh,
0: my God, I do. Yeah. Okay, so they they know.
1: They, they know. know
0: and we even one day had Bailey's with iced coffee because it was a little warmer outside, and it was really mm-hmm. nice. Um, next, think about some heat lamps. Now, I know that sounds so crazy and professional, but as a person who has spent many, many hours slightly drunk in the outside tented smoking areas of Portland bars during the winter, I can safely say that these heaters work. Uh, they're not terribly expensive, but they're only going to be safe if your yard is big enough to keep them about 10 feet from your house because, you know, they work on gas. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If,
0: if you're dealing with more like a porch or a balcony, I suggest a space heater or an electric blanket. And I actually did some Googling around and there seem to be space heaters that are okay to have outside. I mean, No matter what it is, you need to bring it in from the elements. You know, you don't want it out there in the rain and the snow. That's going to ruin it anyway. But that's another way that you can hang outside and read, you know, look at the internet, talk to your friends, you know, whatever. Another thing is, you know, speaking of daylight savings time, it got dark here at like. 5:45 today. <laughs> it was really
1: distressing. I mean, it is 5:45 where I am now and it is pitch black.
0: There you go. So you need to add some lighting to your outdoor space because your window of daylight is shrinking every day. Uh I recommend getting some solar-powered string lights. That way you don't have to worry about like what's your electricity situation outside because in a lot of cases you're not going to have an outlet there, you don't want to have your door hanging open a crack to plug in some lights. Um, we, as I've mentioned before, we live in an Amish house. It means, yes, we have electricity, but it's uh, not all the electrical capability that you might be accustomed to. Like, for example, we have no outdoor lighting at all. As I was telling Kim before we started recording, we were trying to put out the trash in the dark. It was blowing <laughs> everywhere. and We couldn't see it. <laughs> uh, we have found your neighbors
1: that, will be so upset. Oh my they God. Up.
0: Like they all know where the tofu containers came from, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we have for the back of our house, we actually bought this amazing solar light that is like motion detected. And so when we come home and walk across the yard, it turns on, we need to do the same thing in the front, but there are also all kinds of like drink lights and cute lanterns that work the same way that you can try out, and we're definitely trying to figure out something cute like that for our front porch. You know, we don't want to put a lot of light pollution out there because it's really dark where we live for a reason, and our neighbors are Amish. We don't want to offend them with all this bright light all night long, so I recommend the solar lighting, and it's very reasonably priced. I also would tell you to think about getting some real winter outdoor shoes. Now, I know you have been wearing Crocs for months. So have I. But what are you going to do when the snow or the rain comes? A couple years ago, I bought an awesome pair of Sorel's. I cannot say enough good things about them. They're both waterproof and very warm. They have like an insert that I put in when it's like snowy to keep my feet extra warm. It's like a wool insert. I take it out and it's a rain boot. I've had them for years. I will have them for many more years. Yes, they were a couple hundred bucks, but like They allow me to go out and play in the snow, shoveled snow, uh, walk around in crazy rain, and feel, you know, warm and confident that I'm going to be okay. I also am just going to put this out there. Uh, This is something that Dustin and I have been talking about. We're kind of pricing out. Perhaps you want to consider, if you have a
1: yard, an outdoor sauna. Ooh.
0: That's, That's like winning quarantine. Okay. That is a
1: sanctuary space. I
0: know. I know. We have been wanting one forever. How much are they? They can range from like $2,000 to like $10,000 and there's a whole spectrum in between. Uh, They can be really challenging to put together. Like there's a common model that looks like a barrel, like a wooden barrel kind of on its side. Mm. You know, so it's round. Those are very challenging to put together because you have to arrange all these wooden slats into like a circle and then use these metal bands to hold it together. Wait, that seems like too question? hard for too Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm.
1: I guess a question yes. about this barrel spell. <laughs> Wait, how do you use it? Do you just, do you sit inside the barrel with your, with your body sticking out? Oh no! This is a barrel that's like the size of a room. Oh god! So make I a would, barrel the size of a room, like it's like the clampets or something. I was like, oh, no, no. no. It's, <laughs> it's
0: very beautiful and luxurious. Actually, one of our friends has one in Portland, mm. and I know that they're harder to put together when they're around like that because they struggled because it doesn't come assembled. Like a truck doesn't pull off and say, "Like here's your sauna," and then you plug it in. Yeah. Like, you have to put it together, and theirs is, like, beautiful. It, it seats four people, and it has a little mm. porch on it. So you can, like, hang your towels and whatnot. But it was very challenging to put together, and that kind uh, requires a little extra electrical stuff, like, you might need an electrician for. But we have found some that still seat two to three people that look more like a little wooden building, like, tiny. Cute. And they can work under normal electricity. Cute. So... You can also get an indoor sauna. They're less expensive if you have space for it. Yeah. I say do it. Listen, we got to think of all the ways to get through this. And I do think we're going to come out on the other side with a new appreciation for being outside, Mm -hmm. being in a sauna, like taking care of ourselves, making our homes a special place. Because I don't know about you, Kim, but before quarantine, my home was just like a place I stopped between work trips. Uh,
1: Oh, absolutely. I was barely home. And so what I need in a home is different than I thought. Yeah. It wasn't something that I appreciated in in a way besides like, okay, I'm going to binge watch some Netflix this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, ac- I'm actually home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is actually a Norwegian trend. It's called fr- uh, fruitslif. I'm sorry. I'm saying this wrong. Frulutsliv. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone, someone's. I mean, I am half Norwegian, so so I am probably going to be murdered for this. But three <laughs> oh. lutz live. It's basically the, the the a Norwegian outdoor living concept, and it's and it's all about embracing the outdoors and the cold, and you know dressing properly, and and you know obviously in Norway, you know it, it's even colder, it's even darker, and you know that community has to. Embrace that sort of um, temperature and weather, and it's something that that people are trying to push, is like the Scandinavian concept of of just enjoying the cold outdoors more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Obviously, just making sure that you dress properly because you know they don't they don't need to have frostbite to trend. Yeah, you don't want to like die. Exactly. Yeah,
0: but I do think you know I I could see this being a growing trend this winter Mm -hmm. because. Remember, we already did an episode about how all these people who never went outside ever yeah. suddenly got an appreciation for the outdoors and camping. So, yeah. why not get an appreciation for being really cold?
1: Mm-hmm. Being cold, and uh, you know, a, a lot of it is kind of what you were talking about. Is where you're sitting, you know, you're dressed warm and you have a nice, you have a blanket, and you're sitting maybe you know six feet apart from your friends, you know, enjoying a hot, a hot, a hot cup of something. It's not necessarily like being outside and like climbing a mountain it's it could be actually just you know socializing
0: yeah like have everybody bring their own blanket serve some hot beverages sit six feet apart and just talk maybe have a little fire if you have a fire Mm -hmm. ring you know I think that sounds so nice like I wish I had friends in the area to invite over to do that right now do you have a fire pit we do we haven't used it yet in the new place but uh We're definitely planning on it, you know, I like, once again, like we have all this outdoor space for a reason, which was like, we need all the options we can to keep our mental health as high as it can be
1: this winter. And, and avoid that hashtag cabin fever.
0: Yes, totally.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of, of different light, this is our number three is to lighten up, literally. Uh, one of the easiest upgrades to make a huge difference in your home is to just never use overhead lighting. This is a trick that my interior designer friend, and this is a shout out to Anais if she's listening, uh, she told me this over ten years ago, and I literally abide by it to this day, and it really changed my life because you know I was like in my twenties, living in Brooklyn, and like you walk in, you flick on a switch. There's this horrifying overhead LED lighting, basically a fuel for anxiety. <laughs> it's true, Harsh, horrible, <laughs> uncomfortable. And she was just like, "Oh, honey," she's like, "And she's like, we are immediately going to IKEA, and we're getting you." Some lamps, um, and so you know, get lamps and add them to the corners of your home, and it really it just offers such an quick elevation to your your home life. Um, you know, she originally always hated LED lights, and mm-hmm. I, you know, as as you know, I did go out and buy some Noguchi lamps, and I've been kind of moving lamps around my my house to, to try to, you know, lighten it up in here because it is getting darker um, earlier, and I found that. You literally can't find LED lights. And I went on Amazon. They don't really sell regular bulbs. And it turns out that incandescent bulbs are banned here in California for environmental reasons, which I'm totally okay with. Ah. I I mean, I've grown to appreciate LED. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You just
0: have to find the right one. Because, like, Dustin bought us some LED light bulbs that I swear to God burn a hole in my cornea. Like, they're so brutal. And they make everyone look... 70.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: No, so we had to yeah. take those back and try again. <laughs> you
1: yeah. have, have to get ones that are like optimized for a soft living. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. They'll say like soft live life soft. It'll, it'll have something on it. Make sure it says that. I also really recommend um, if you have some lamps that are kind of bright and maybe, you know, I, for whatever reason, it doesn't even have to be the light bulb, but maybe it's like the shade itself doesn't, doesn't soften the led Buy lamp dimmers. I, you know, I got these, mm. n- I, got, I got these Noguchi lamps and I was shocked to find out that they don't have an on-off switch. Like, uh, what? Uh, anyway. Wait,
0: how do they work? They're just on, you just plug them in and
1: they're yeah, on. And you, yeah. And you unplug them when you don't want them on or they're attached to, you know, I have a couple switches in my home where it's attached to the, the plug so you can switch it on and off. Mm-hmm. So I actually just got these LEDs and it's, it is really great because you can just define the volume of light, and it can, you can really set the mood for for the the different lighting, and it makes it makes all the difference. So you can upgrade any lamps also, and add that dimmer. It's about fifteen dollars on Amazon for these dimmers, and they just plug right in. It also adds a little bit of length to your lamps as well. Um, it's a real swanky upgrade for very little. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really really nice. I'm
0: like taking notes here because. You know, we have barely any overhead lighting here, surprise. Mm-hmm. And so I've been just like collecting lamps everywhere we go. Yeah. But some of them are just like too bright or too weird or I don't know. I'm apparently just as a shout out to everyone here in case you haven't heard, there's also a
1: shortage of lampshades. No, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A woman at the thrift store told me and I was like, ha ha ha. And then I went home and like read an article about it. Wow yeah because they were just like sort of deprioritized you know in terms of importing them you know most of them are coming from China uh they take up a lot of space you know they didn't seem to be like essential and so there's like a lot of pent-up demand for lampshades so as soon as they come in they sell out wow so I wanted to give a special shout out for sad lights Kim have you ever
1: had one of these I haven't because I don't I'm usually just out so much traveling and working that I don't really get too much seasonal affective. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. So yes, like Kim said, we're talking about seasonal affective disorder happens to a lot of us during the winter. You start to feel a little depressed. You start to feel a little tired. You have trouble focusing. uh, You just don't have any energy. That's sad. Yeah. It's going to be harder this year than ever to kind of battle sad because you know, like like Kim, you're not gonna be traveling, right? We're I know not gonna travel for holidays or vacations, we're not gonna go somewhere sunny for a couple of days. All of that's gone out the window unless you're a monster and you're still on vacation, and I know who you are, because I see you on Instagram. Don't do that. All right. <laughs> I've heard a lot of mixed things about sad lights over the year. Like some people think they're kind of like a snake oil kind of cure, if you will. Yeah. And other people swear by them.
1: I remember you know, maybe 10 or even like 15 years ago when they kind of, they first came out and it just always looked extra sad. Cause it was just like, Oh, you just make sure you sit by this lamp. And it it, <laughs> looked, it felt like, you know, like a fish in a terrarium and the person always pictured was kind of sad looking. And it was just like, Oh, none of this. I want I don't none of nothing to totally. do with any I mean, of this depression thing.
0: Totally. Well, I, I mean, as like a lot more like sort of alternative holistic therapies have become more socially acceptable, mm-hmm. so have these sad lights. Because I feel like they've been around since like the 70s and it was like a hippie thing kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot more like mainstream medicine embraces it now. So I actually went on to the Mayo Clinic website, which has become my really good friend during the pandemic. <laughs> And I have some information about light therapy because I was like, am I about to sell people some flim flam? Like, is this like me selling people aromatherapy oils to cure their lupus
1: or something? It's like the blue blocker light lens.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> well, according to Mayo Clinic, light therapy probably won't cure seasonal affective disorder. The only thing they really can cure that is taking medication. But- it can ease the symptoms, increase your energy levels, and help you feel better about yourself and life, which sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Light therapy, and I will test to this, can start to improve your symptoms within just a few days. And brightness really matters here because there are a shit ton of these lights out here. When I was ready to buy one, it took me like days to sort through it all. Ideally, you want something that is 10,000 lux at a distance of of about 16 to 24 inches from your face. Mm -hmm. So these are things you want to think about. You want to make sure that there is that 10,000 lux because there are some out there that aren't. You want to make sure you can set up a situation in which it would be within 16 to 24 inches away from your face at some point during the day. And so size can really matter there, right? If you're using less than a 10,000 lux, which you can do uh, you're going to need to spend a lot more time with it on your face. But if you get the 10,000 lux, you're looking at 20 to 30 minutes per day. Now, I'm not going to lie. There have been days where I've been using it half the day. Not this year yet, but definitely last winter at my job, I was depressed. Had the lamp on all the time. It made me feel really motivated. Interesting. Yes. So these lamps can be crazy expensive, like $10,000. And for a long time, that was all that was kind of out there. But because this has become more socially acceptable and sort of accepted by the medical community as well, there are a lot of innovators out there trying to make these more affordable. And I found one last year that was only $40. It's highly portable. like It's about the size of my phone. And it was super effective. It's called Circadian Optics Luxi Light Therapy Lamp. It, for some reason, that sounds familiar to you. It might be because it was featured on Shark Tank. Ooh. Um, it's 10,000 lux, which is what doctors think you need. It's USB powered, so you can take it with you anywhere. I mean, it's small enough to put in your bag. Wow. Like you're just day bag and take it to and from work, take it on a trip, wherever this you're going. Is really
1: exciting, Amanda. I love this. I
0: got this one, well, one, because it had really great reviews. Two, because I was like, this will be great when I'm on the road, take it with me there. And it took up such small space on my desk at work that it wasn't annoying because some of them, like I said, are massive. You can find this on Amazon and I feel like it really, really works for me. Like I... I would become an influencer for this brand. (laughs) Uh It really, really helps. It's kind of crazy how something so small can make you feel so much better. Wow. And on on the subject of light, this is semi-related. Do you feel like you look like total garbage on Zoom meetings? (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. I feel like I look like total garbage in Zoom meetings, FaceTiming, all that stuff. And it... It affects my mood and my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Well, I stumbled across a little life hack here on Reddit, of course. Isn't that where I get all my information now? All of it, yep. <laughs> and it turns out that the cameras that are on computers are like total garbage. Like they're not good. So that's part of the reason you look really terrible. And these, like the cameras on the computers aren't very good at processing light. Like your iPhone adjust to low light to make you look better your computer can't do that mm-hmm. so what you need is a ring light now I thought this was a thing for just like you know tweens and influencers you know what a ring light is
1: right it's literally yes, of course. a ring light okay I mean it was it was it was just on Shit's Creek where um yes, yes. the, 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 mo- the mother's like make sure to get a, a ring light yes no <laughs>
0: We live in 2020 where anyone, anywhere can have their very own ring light and it won't cost them that much money. So I read this article and I was like, you know what? I am super depressed about how bad I look in Zoom meetings. You know, (laughs) like, you know, it makes it hard for me to concentrate. I'm always looking at myself. So I ordered this ring light. It's on a little tripod. I can adjust the height. I want to say it was like, it was between 20 and $30. Uh, you can also clip your iPhone to it and make videos that <laughs> take selfies. Oh. It's got three different settings. Uh, it plugs into a USB. It's really bright, but you can adjust it. And you know what? In every meeting, people are like, wow, you look so healthy. Or you look like you're really on top of things today.
1: Wow. I know. <laughs> so. I found that just adding a little bit of blush. <laughs> to my face actually did it's actually brought lots of compliments. Yeah,
0: I agree. I was like oh blush. I'm so (laughs) blush for sure. It's funny how quarantine has changed. I mean this is a whole other episode, but my habits Mm -hmm. around like makeup and like what matters and what doesn't like I haven't worn Mm foundation since like February. But man, that blush, it's a non-negotiable. Got to yep. have it every day.
1: I mean, I, so for the lighting, the Zoom lighting, I, I just am propped up with my computer facing a window that has a lot of sunlight that mm. comes in. So I usually have pretty good lighting. Wow. Well, if it starts mm-hmm. to get dark, I mean, you're
0: in LA, you're going to be fine. But for yeah. everybody else... The ring light is a
1: game changer. You'll have to send me the light that you prefer and I can post it.
0: I will. It has like no specific name. You know, it's like one of those things. You know how Amazon is. But uh, I bought it kind of on an impulse and no regrets. I use it all the time. Uh, Sometimes if I'm working on something and actually it's kind of dark, I'll get the ring light out. This is
1: amazing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a strange
1: life. (laughs) Well, so the the fourth uh, recommendation is DIY projects. Um, you know, obviously this could be its own episode, and we have touched on it also in past episodes, uh, but it is a massive trend um, right now uh, from home projects like, fixing things up painting etc to learning a musical instrument to learning a whole new language for that post-pandemic trip or just resurrecting a craft you did in the past or potentially just finding a new one i swear there's something for everyone and there's so many unfound ones you know like there's so many really cool ones that are trending right now um Mm -hmm. i was recently reading this great report called the new diy that talks about how resin art has been growing oh totally I mean there's so many of these things um also crocheting and knitting is really up you know and I studied textile and fiber art in college so this super appeals to me I did a lot of crocheting knitting a needle point I did it in more of like an art art way you know but back in the 80s me and my sisters used to do a lot of cross stitching. And back then mm, uh. it was Scotty dog city. Like Scotty dogs were the cross, cross stitching <laughs> trend. And still to this <laughs> day, if I see a Scotty dog, I get psyched. And I just think about all the Scotty dogs that I used to cross stitch when I was, when I was younger. Um, I think that, you know, the term needle point personally sounds super old. So I like to change it to say fiber art and it sounds super elegant uh, and there's a lot of people doing really cool stuff about it. You know, I was researching this week and I was even sending it to you a minute. I've sent you a couple things actually over the, the past few months. MR Creative does does these amazing botanical fiber arts and you can actually.
0: Oh, yeah, they're so good. They're beautiful. You can
1: join a pattern club and you can get these like really, really cool embroidery patterns delivered to you monthly. Uh, I popped into the DMC embroidery and they they make embroidery thread. Mm-hmm. They have this Instagram account and all these creators that they support and they show all their work and they're doing amazing things. And a lot of these makers are supplying their own kits and patterns. So you can basically get, get a kit and pattern and then buy the uh, DMC thread. It's super, super lo- low cost. And you could do, you know, embroidery on pillows and on clothing. Um, and if you go on their Instagram, you can get inspired to do your own things. Uh, I found this one uh, Instagram account called Thread Honey, and they do these amazing, gorgeous pieces with like hands and moons. Just, like like it's sky's the limit. And it's, I think it's just so fascinating. Uh, I know that Amanda, you're kind of into this fiber art now too.
0: Oh, for sure. You know, I wanted to call out something called Tiny Pricks Project, which you can find on Instagram. And it's people who are making political needlepoint. Oh. (laughs) I mean, for lack of better description, but they will embroider terrible quotes from the president on really beautiful heirloom textiles. Wow! I know they have a show coming up, I want to say in New York City, but it's really, really cool. I recommend it. I love when I see these fiber arts that are considered women's work, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: Being used in a super political way, especially against someone who is so Mm -hmm. anti-woman. So totally recommend checking that out. But yes, I love to do some knitting, love to do some needlepoint. I actually found thrifting yesterday this really great book from the 70s of like iron on uh letter patterns for embroidery so you can spell things out and i'm already like what am i gonna do with it i'm like so excited
1: i mean you are a crafter i mean ever since i've known you you've done (laughs) like i remember you i think when you were living in la you did like halloween crafts at your house yeah
0: i mean i love i do i love crafts um I think that's just the Girl Scout coming Mm -hmm. out in me, you know, and I was like the weird sick kid when I was little. So I had a lot of time to just make things. Yeah. I find a lot of peace in that. I think everybody should, should try some of that this, this winter, Uh, if you're over making bread, this is another great way to disconnect
1: and have something to show for what you did. Yeah. I mean, you can also gift things, you know um Christmas is coming up um <laughs> yeah I think that's a great idea make something you know especially during these trying times like you can make some really really cool stuff you know I mean my sister got me a bunch of really cool Japanese drawing and illustration materials markers cool. for my for my birthday um uh, from top drawer and Oh, nice And um, I am really looking forward to exploring them more because I do love illustration and things like that. So that will be my DIY projects. Also trying to get back into some fiber arts too. I have tons of thread, like embroidery thread around here. So I think just, you know, Trying some stuff out, making some some rose flowers on some like you know maybe maybe you know a a shirt that you don't totally love so much. Mm -hmm. So our fifth item on our listicle is buy a cookbook or two that you've been eyeing and actually cook from it. You know, like let's Julie Julia this quarantine, or just pull out one of the cookbooks that you probably already have that you've literally never used. And test out some recipes. Totally. I remember back when you
0: and I got laid off from Nastigal. so rewind Mm -hmm. quite a few years, I decided, you know what? I don't have a job. I'm going to learn how to cook all the Asian food that I love. And that's all I did. I love that. Yeah. I recommend if you've always wanted to cook Korean food, Thai food, Chinese, Vietnamese, get yourself the Lucky Peach cookbooks because... It turns out it's not that hard. You just need to buy the right ingredients and know the order in which you cook with them. And when you're done, you can start making
1: your own recipes. Yeah. I mean, I got this Burmese cookbook. Ooh, There's a, this restaurant in San Francisco. So whenever I'm in, in town to see my sister, we always get takeout from there. And it's called Burma Love. And the food is insane. And so I saw that they had cookbooks. And I think it is really kind of cool as a great way to support local restaurants is to buy their cookbook as well. Um, And so I've been making some of the recipes from there. And like, they're so easy. Like like realizing that all I needed was like a little bit of fish sauce to make that flavor that I was always missing in some of my recipes uh, has been kind of mind blowing. Yeah, no, I think that's the way to
0: go. When quarantine began, I decided to finally learn how to make Ethiopian food. And I bought some cookbooks and worked on that. And I'm thinking maybe my winter project is going to be Indian food because I'm kind of like, what are all the foods that I miss eating? Yes. In restaurants, right? And you can make them vegetarian friendly. Totally. You know, that's an
1: issue at my house. (laughs) Well, okay. So the sixth one is something that we've actually already talked about on a previous episode, but something that now I think Amanda even takes even more to heart as well as myself is try a fitness challenge there's it's so ex- easy to experiment with these um it, it can really define your morning or your evening and it will really help you sleep better you know download an app you can try it out for a week you know listen to our self-care podcast. I do I did go through a bunch of different um, ones that I tried and I like, uh, but there's just so many out there that you can you can use to try an actual 30-day challenge because we're going to be stuck here for a little while.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally, why not feel your best when you come out of it? And mm-hmm. it's really good for your long-term health and longevity to stay active. And it's hard when you're in your house, you know? Yeah. Uh, I will say what I have noticed, I mean, I know you've noticed this too, Kim, is not only are there like nine gazillion fitness apps now, they all give you at least a week free, if not a month. So you can just try them all and not spend a dime. Just remember to cancel
1: them. Exactly. (laughs) And speaking of apps, this is our seventh and last recommendation. And this is also something that we have talked about on our self-care episode, which is to download a mindfulness or meditation app. You know, Ty talked about it. And since then, you know, I was like, nah, I'm not doing any of that crap. I have been exploring one called Paradigm, which I think is really cool and really fun. And I and I can already feel the benefits of it. And it's this oh, wow. mindfulness app. It's free. You don't have to pay for it. It's really, really well done. Um, it's an exploration of really who you are. Uh, it's all about self-awareness in yourself your love life, your success, your like, work life, uh, body, identity. And there are these bite-sized snippets that you do every single day for a full program to slowly help mold and evolve your own awareness about yourself. The woman that made it gives all these great stories about herself, about how you know she was able to use mindfulness to kind of change her dynamics even, you know, within her family and really recognize that, you know, she was the problem to a lot of dynamics that she was, you know, upset about Mm -hmm. and was able to 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 you know kind of evolve. Highly recommend that one. I don't know, Amanda, if you've been testing any out.
0: No, I'm gonna try this one out. You know. Now I actually have space to do things like this. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm going to download it this week and give it a roll. Awesome. So, okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up here, but we're going to have a part two about quarantine trends or I guess quarantine part two trends. Mm-hmm. I had an idea here, Kim. Tell me what you think. Uh-huh. What if we each committed to one new thing we were going to do for this new quarantine period. And we could check in every episode and talk about how we're going with it. Okay. So what are you, what do you think you want to do? Ooh. You can name a couple, you can name a couple.
1: Well, okay. I am already doing a version of the cookbook one, but, and i to like, talk mm-hmm. about this later, but I am making a cookbook for my family and I have been having my family send me recipes We don't have any pictures of them. I've asked my parents to send me pictures. And and this is probably not a shock. Uh, My mother is really bad at taking photographs of food. (laughs) (laughs) It it just doesn't look very appealing. And, you know, obviously a cookbook needs to have really nice photos. So I've been making a lot of old family recipes. And so I've been making my my very own cookbook. But I have a... stack of cookbooks that I have barely touched. And I actually am going to start cooking from them as well. Um, I don't want to take on too much because I have a job, a podcast and a cookbook. And I'm of course going to be doing my fitness challenges and I continue to do them. Right. So I'll definitely be doing that. I'll definitely be doing my mindfulness app (laughs) and I want to start doing some DIY projects, but I don't want to. Overcommit, right? I know. I I
0: feel similarly because you know I've got the podcasts, mm-hmm. I've got all these cats to take care of. <laughs>
1: yes, uh,
0: you have a husband that requires a lot of maintenance. It's true. It's true. So I think I have been wanting to try some sort of mindfulness or meditation app this whole time. But before, as you know, I didn't have any space to myself ever. So mm-hmm. that's going to be something I want to start this week and see how that goes and really commit to it. And I am just beginning my own fitness challenge with my new bike. Really excited. So I'll let you know. I already feel like I've learned so much. Every time I do a workout, I have to go tell Dustin everything that happened. I don't know if he cares. So I'll tell all of you instead. (laughs) I don't know if he cares.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like it's, so it sounds like you need this more than we do.
0: Yeah, I need you all to hear about my journey. (laughs) Like, for example, the other day I was like, you know what? Why do sports bras exist? I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. wear a regular bra to do this ride, and you know what? It was Mm. fucking terrible. Yeah, it is. It made me like 500 degrees hotter than I would have been. It kind of hurt. So, for example. That was something I learned. When you're doing like bar class, you can get away with a normal <laughs> bra. You cannot yeah. when you're riding uphill seven minutes to Alice in Chains, okay? You can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you are you on a quest to find a sports bra? because i have been looking for a sports bra. i did get a couple sports bras they're hard to find
0: they are that's something we should work on maybe we need mm-hmm. to do an episode about all of the things that people have a hard time finding yeah. we will find them so if you yeah. have something you can't find s- send us an email <laughs> yeah exactly messages on instagram and we will go on a quest to find it
1: We would love to. We would love to do your research for you.
0: Definitely let's put sports bras on there. Yeah. I mean, I have a whole list of weird things that are just like impossible to find. So we can add them in on the list too. But we will stay in touch with you about what we're doing uh, with our quarantine journey here. And we'd love to hear from any of you. What are you doing? What are you doing to make this better?
1: Yeah. what What did we miss on our listicle? We can always add more. I bet we missed something. I mean, we're not
0: BuzzFeed around here, okay? We're not like experts on listicles.
1: No. (laughs) It's our first first one.
0: It's our first one. Uh, Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, I know Kim wants to remind you to do something. What
1: is it? Uh, Will you please follow us on our Instagram? It's underscore the underscore department. Um, And then, you know, make sure to check out our website, which is... The department dot world and you f- try to follow our newsletter, which will get up and running. If I get, you know, more than 50 people on it, um, I might start <laughs> sending out a, uh, a newsletter, but otherwise I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm a busy girl. I'm a busy girl.
0: Right. Right. You got all these challenges you're doing. Yeah. Also, please don't forget to leave a rating or a yeah. review on Apple podcasts.
1: How did I forget that one? I know, I'm worried. I'm worried. Too much mindfulness. I I too much mindfulness. I'm I'm you know, I'm just I got a lot going on. But yes, please please follow us on Apple Podcasts, you know, or Spotify. Um make sure to leave us a, a rating and review. You know, we will post it on our Instagram. If you leave it for us, uh, we, we will, we, we will, we send it to people like my mother will get it, you know? So we get really, really excited when we, when, when we, see we
0: do, we do, it's really important. So please take a second a review. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to use that many words. No. Like it is good. Would be acceptable <laughs> to me. How about best <laughs> podcast ever?
1: We have a couple of those.
0: Yeah. Best podcast ever. That's not going to take you like. Five seconds to type. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye.